These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Guys, welcome to TFL Talking Trucks. As always, I'm Andre Smirnov. And I'm Roman Micah. What? What? I'm Nathan Adlin. <laughs> I thought about wearing a wig today. I thought it'd be really funny, but apparently that didn't go over well. So, Wow. Well, so on this episode, dude, uh, I want to talk about a few things. So I want to talk about what we're driving this week. Right. Because we have a Toyota Tacoma, TRD Off-Road, mm-hmm. and also the brand new Nissan Armada. So there are multi-topics going on here. Yes. A ton of them. Yes. Okay. But out. also, we're in the midst, dude. We are up to our elbows in Cheap Truck Challenge, which is awesome. Yeah, that's for our series, No Payment Needed to Hell and Back. Yes. No payments needed because we bought cheap trucks. Yeah, they're really cheap. Yeah. And so I want to kind of talk about you know what we're doing mm-hmm. because that series is launching on TFL Truck YouTube channel and website within about a week. Yeah, so by the time you guys hear this, it'll be just a few days. Yeah, so, so that's, that's going to be really, really cool. And also some news. All right. Because, you know, like Ford dropped a little bit of news on us this week. So that I, I'm looking forward to this whole thing. All right, so let's do this. Uh, so you and I, actually, you had a little bit of time in this truck, too. Uh, the brand new 2021 TRD Off-Road mm. Tacoma. All right, let's let's cover the good and then the bad. Or yeah, you want to so, go the bad and then the good. No, no, let's go good because okay. it has, it's a very unique truck. Because uh, this year Toyota is actually offering from the factory a lift, a suspension lift. Yeah, no, it's it's partially a leveling lift as well, right? Correct. And so, you know, why is this a big deal? Well, so the TRD Pro, which is the top of the line Tacoma, mm-hmm. right, already has a small lift and Fox shocks. Right. So I'm like, what's the big what's the big whoop, mm-hmm. right? But this is more affordable. So, and you can get it on the TRD off-road uh, models, which are less expensive than A the lot Pros. less expensive, yeah. And this kit is actually not Fox. It's Bilstein. Um, now, I drove it. Yes. And you did too. Yes. Um, I got to say that at least driving it on the streets, it felt just like a stock suspension. I believe it's like $1,400 and change. $1,450. $1,450. Yeah. And it's dealer installed though, right? It's, it's not a factory lift. Correct. Correct. Okay. But you do check the box. So when you're building, for example, if you go to Toyota's website uh-huh. and you're building your truck, and by the way, it's not available in every uh, configuration, so you have to be kind of careful. I'll let you know about okay. this in a second. Um, you can actually select a box that says TRD 
uh, uh, performance uh, suspension system. Mm -hmm. 1450, click. And by the time you pick it up at the dealer, it's going to be on there. Because it's you know dealer is going to take care of it. Right, dealer is going to take care of it. In most cases, not every single dealership is able to put in a suspension. I would imagine. There you go. Yeah, but it's cool. So um, so yeah. So how do you think? You said it rides about like normal, which yeah, is it, great. Yeah, it, you know what? It, it's I gotta say I, I I expected two things. I expected either a pillowy ride that was a little too wishy washy around corners. It didn't do that, um, and I was also expecting to have a different horizon, so to speak, when I'm looking out in terms of view, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, feeling lifted. It didn't feel like that either. Honestly, I had to remind myself that I was in a lifted truck. And the only reason I knew right off the bat that it was, was because I had to lift my butt another, you know, inch and a half higher <laughs> to get into the truck. It's a weird thing getting into a Toyota Tacoma when you're built like me, or Andre for that matter. That You're taking the butt dyno to the whole next level. But I'm, am I right? Yeah, you kind of have to lift your butt up, get it in there, and then swing your legs, and it's kind of like the reverse of getting into a sports car. It's weird. Anyway, no, well, I didn't quite notice that, but I did notice that the Tacoma has still like kind of less low roof. It, it does have, the, and that's the thing—you have to duck as you get in. Yeah, you know, no matter so, what. So you're almost you're folding yourself a little bit. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah so you have to fold, anyway. and that's why I put my butt in first. Anyway, but you know how you know you can go to the aftermarket, right? Mm -hmm. And you can find a number of different suspension lifts, right? Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, we are friends at Toy Tech here in Colorado. They actually have some high-quality stuff, too. Yeah, but their stuff is, I mean, that's another level, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm talk we're not talking about $1,400. I mean, yeah. they have some more affordable systems. Right, right. But you can go to several thousand dollars, you know, with height adjustments and um, shocks with piggyback reservoirs, and etc. But this is a factory system, and the, the reason I like it, first of all, you, you took know, it off-road. Yes, I did. And the video is coming to TFL Off-Road Channel very, very soon. Mm -hmm. Is that, well, first of all, it's part of your warranty. I mean, it comes That's the, the cool part is that it's a warranted component. Yeah. And also, if you're financing your truck, you can also roll it into your financing. Right. Which is kind of cool. But also, um, it rides, it feels like holistic, right? It feels like it's part of the truck. It's not, doesn't feel like an add-on. That's, you know, that, that, well, yeah. that's what I was saying, too. Just in terms, usually you can tell when you're driving on the streets more so than going off-road because a lot of these lifts are built for off-roading, but then you really feel it on the street because it leans too much and it doesn't behave the way it normally does. Mm -hmm. I hit the brakes hard and it didn't feel like it was leaning forward too much. When I accelerated hard, it didn't feel like it was leaning back too much. You know what I mean? It's all those things that an aftermarket lift often does to your truck. It changes the balance, and this one didn't change the balance. Yeah, which is an awesome thing. And, of course, that has to be because Bill Stein worked with Toyota closely. Mm -hmm. The shocks actually say TRD tuned. So, you know, the guys who built the tr or designed the truck and engineer it work together, right? Or so, at least, you know, the printer put out TRD tuned and then they typed The it printer on. was very precise. <laughs> no. But um, the question here is, do you know if they're going to put it on the um, Forerunner? I don't know this. I, I imagine it's a different. Well, it's a different vehicle. So it's it is a different vehicle. Different, but I'm curious if there's a similar type of lift for it. Yeah. So here's the other thing. You cannot get this with a four banger. Okay. So if you're getting a Toyota Tacoma with a 2.7, which mm -hmm. is still available, right? You cannot get the this lift. Okay. You can get it in an excess cab. You know, so the short cab, longer wheel, uh, longer bed. Mm -hmm. You can. And you can get it the way we had it, with a crew cab short bed. Right. But if you want the extended wheelbase, this is a crew cab truck. They call double cab. Right. And with a long bed, you cannot. Oh, okay. I wonder why. 
I, I, well, I think it has to do with tuning because I think they tune it for that wheelbase, mm. for that specific wheelbase. So, so the crew cab with the short bed is around the same wheelbase as the king cab or, or whatever they're called. Access cab. Access cab. Yeah. King cab is Nissan. Uh, but but they're, they're still at roughly about the same length. So perhaps, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it seems like, and they tuned it for the weight of the V6. Right. So the four cylinder is a little bit le, you know, less weight. Mm-hmm. So it seems like um, that's what they, and that's the majority of what they sell, actually. Yeah, yeah, and it really is. Yeah. I mean, the, the crew cabs are very popular. Okay, cool. Well, you know, I'm, it was, I'm glad, and I <laughs> I didn't get to go with Andre on the shoot for the off-road video, but when he came back, I love it when Andre gets out of a really muddy, muddy vehicle because he has the satisfied look on his face. And it was, it was, there's snow melt. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of mud and water. Yeah. And a lot of uh, loose traction sections and all that. And we won't say, we won't disclose how it did, but I know that the smile on his face sort of was indicative of someone very happy with the vehicle. So I did take it, of course, you know, you'll have to watch the video on the yeah, yeah, channel, like- but I did take it to Ironclad's mm-hmm. trail, which is one of our favorites. Um, here in, in near um, Boulder, Colorado. And um, so first of all, there are a lot more side-by-sides there now than ever was before. Yeah, people discovered it. Uh, well, I, well, sorry. I think that's partially our fault. Yeah, it might be. But, but also, I mean, they rent side-by-sides there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a different company that's renting them there. But when I was coming up to one of the obstacles, <laughs> there were th- like three Can-Ams, I think. They were Mavericks, mm-hmm. right? And like the guys lined them up you know, by the obstacle, as if it was a stadium. <laughs> and they were sitting there with their arms crossed, and they're just watching me. And I, I, I felt like under pressure. I hate that. I hate it. Well, actually, yeah. But actually, they were kind of cool guys. I mean, so I went over the obstacle, and they're like, so, is there anybody with you? I'm like, no, I'm just filming this truck. Did you tell them you're married? No. <laughs> Okay. No, they they wanted to know if there was another vehicle coming. Oh, right, right. And and I said no. I'm filming the Tacoma. They're like, so who's gonna pull you out when you when you get stuck? I'm like, I'm not gonna get stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, but I felt under pressure because it was like an audience just waiting there for me. Yeah, and also you bring up a good point. Usually when we do these shoots, we usually have a second vehicle. Absolutely, because there's a camera truck usually with us. And I, I did feel, of course, a bit under-equipped, I guess, because I didn't have the second truck. Yeah. Uh, but but I've driven that uh, trail. With, with a Tacoma before. And other trucks about 20, 30 times. Yeah, so, yeah. So I, I knew exactly what I wanted, the obstacles I wanted to hit. It was like a checkbox. You know, I was checking my boxes as I was going through. And before we move on to another topic, I wanted to mention that one of the things we have to do when we're filming is we have to hit some of the harder obstacles because on camera, a relatively difficult obstacle doesn't look that difficult on camera. It's Most people are like, oh, I could do that with my Honda Civic. So we have to hit like the really hard ones. And, you know, really push the, yeah. uh, the envelope, so to speak, between being, you know, a little reckless and, you know, getting good footage. So that's one of the issues. But fortunately, Andre has done that trail several times in several different vehicles, including, if I recall, a couple different Toyotas. Yeah, we had a TRD Pro recently. Yeah, the Remember, manual. we did the comparison. You were in the 4Runner. Yeah. I was in the Tacoma. Right. Um, uh, yeah, and I think we had several Tacomas up yeah, there. Yeah, we've had several yeah, Tacomas up several. there. So it, and recently, I'll, of course, the TRX was there. Mm, I was well, there yeah, but it's, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> the TRX, you know, snorts hard rocks and smash. everything else. Smash. <laughs> I was smashing, destroying. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that, that thing is just ridiculous. Uh, let's move on to the other vehicle we have in our fleet, though, which is the brand-new Nissan Armada. Yeah, this is the 2021, and for 2021 model year, they refreshed it, redesigned it. Yeah. Um, the face looks completely new. Um, it has new LED signature lights. Uh, actually, Tail looks different, too. Yeah, if you guys are watching this, um, actually, I have an image of it behind me here in the studio. I actually kind of like it. I think it looks way better than the previous model. Yeah, I think, because the previous model had a little bit more curves in the front. It looked this a little is, rounder. Yeah, this is more hard edges, right? Well, it looks a lot like the uh, upcoming Frontier in terms of design. Definitely that, that's family, part of it. Family resemblance. Exactly, yeah. and, which I like. Yeah. So this is, actually, this is the color we have. Oh, okay. Uh, this is, I cannot pronounce that red. It's a red color, but you know how they have fancy names for all the colors? Uh-huh. I, I can't pronounce that. It's like a Bruges la la or something like that. Like no, it starts word. with a C. It's like coffee bread. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not, I'm not that in tune with design. to, no, be able to That do. is okay. That's all right. <laughs> Let's just uh, call it what it is, which is red. And which it, is a good it, red, actually. It's actually, yeah, it is. Um, you know, it's a funny thing. Red is one of those colors that kind of turns me off with a lot of cars. But when it looks good on a vehicle, it's one of those things where like, okay, that must be a good looking vehicle. Now, there are a couple things that I do have issues with in terms of design. The main one is that a lot of these um, Armadas have painted wheels. And I've always had an issue with painted wheels on SUVs. They may look good, but if you even think about taking them off-road, you are most likely going to damage them. And just, it, it's a visual thing, right? So it's just a personal issue. Yeah, so I was kind of excited because we had a... Um I believe it was a black Armada a few months back. Right when it came out. It was actually before the official release that we got it, which yeah, is really thanks, nice of Nissan. Thanks, thank thanks you. to Nissan. You yeah. know, we often, you know, we work with all manufacturers, but we often, when a new vehicle comes out, we sometimes get like an early taste Well, of it. during COVID, that was one yeah. of the things. We couldn't go to an event, so they brought it to us, which worked out fantastic. And we got to take it off-road into some snow and whatnot. Um, this one we're going to do a few things with too, right? Yeah, totally. Gonna... Um, and this one, we have to say, this is the Platinum Edition. So it's the very so, top of the line. So yeah, so I didn't, well, first of all, sometimes when we get these vehicles, sometimes we're not sure which trim level you know, right. is coming. <laughs> yeah. But when well, I went outside and I saw it, it, first of all, it has every feature, every option. And part of what you're saying is it has 22s, painted yeah. uh, very luxurious, very nice wheels, and low-profile tires. So I'm like, hmm. We have taken very luxurious vehicles off-road before, so I wasn't too nervous. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is kind of a boulevard cruiser in a way. It really is. And you know what the funny thing is? Is that this, uh, the Armada and its cousin, the Infinity, the, uh, was it the 80, the QX? Yep. Or Q or whatever they're calling it now. Um, both those vehicles sell extremely well in Southern California, meaning that people who never go off-road and never really need four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive are driving these beasts all over the place, which I guess is good for Nissan. Um, they make really good tow vehicles, by the way. We've yeah. driven several of these. And the thing is, is that under the hood, and transmission and engine are the same as the previous generation, right? Well, well they there, tweaked it. There they, is a tweak. They made a few tweaks to it. Okay. And this is really a vehicle, to your point, uh, First of all, it seats seven or eight comfortably. Mm -hmm. It's a very large uh, SUV. It's basically like, like a, a Tahoe, Tahoe com uh, competitor, right? Right. Um, and, and then it can tow about 8,500 pounds, which is, which is actually more than some Tahoes. Yeah. Or more than most Tahoes actually can do. Um, the only vehicle in this class that can tow more is the Expedition from Ford mm -hmm. um, with which a maximum. Over 9,000. It's right? like 9,300 right. or 9,100 for a four-wheel drive, right? Uh -huh. um, so 
tows a lot. So if you want to bring a large boat with your family somewhere, you can. Do, this is the vehicle to do it. Right. Really. Um, uh, are you going to be bashing it off road? Probably not, because it doesn't have really big skid plates. You know, it, it doesn't have steel bumpers. So they don't have a Pro 4X version of this. They should, I think. That oh, I, I agree 100%. Really well, see, this is based, as many of you know, on the Patrol. The Nissan Patrol is right up there with the uh, Toyota Land Cruiser, right? In yeah, terms it's world-renowned. World-renowned. Yes. I mean, the UN uses them sometimes. I mean, they are really tough, proper trucks. And this is based on that. And it has some components from the old Titan that are on there as well. So you would think that this thing is really beefy underneath. And it's fairly beefy for basic off-roading and for basic stuff. But in terms of, you know, a locking rear diff, it doesn't have armor underneath. It doesn't have proper under armor. And it needs a lift. If they did those three things and made this into a Pro 4X version, holy cow, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be almost like a like a more of a Land Cruiser competitor. Even right. though the Land Cruiser is going away from the United exactly. States, exactly. So yeah. they almost own the uh, the market. And on top of all that, this vehicle, uh, in general, if you look at the base model, I did this story on this a little while ago. Actually, undercuts almost all the I believe all the competition for almost all their trim levels in comparison with the competition. So a Nissan Armada is actually a bit of a bargain. It is, and we talked about it's fully optioned. Yeah, seventy one thousand dollars. It sounds like a, it is a lot of money. But, it is, but if you compare, but when it, you load up a Tahoe, I did this yesterday. Uh-huh. When you load up a Tahoe with every feature, high country, you know, big V eight like this, right? Like this, um, that was eighty one grand. Now, so people, ten thousand more. I agree. Um, was, was that with the diesel or is it the, v, the regular? There was a six two V eight. Okay, the, the big V eight, like like the Armada has. Okay, so that's which which, and that's a pretty fair comparison then. So there you go. It's, it it is a real bargain. It drives great. It's a creamy driving vehicle. Oh my god! And I love using the word creamy because some of you guys cringe, but it really is just smooth and. Um, well, it's got independent suspension. Here's it, another thing. It does, yeah. and but it's it's not like uh, crazy like GM, you know, where it's super boosted with the uh, airbags and all that stuff. The thing is, is that you recently drove this one, and you noticed that the transmission was behaving differently. Yeah. Well, first of all, you mentioned the engine, five point six liter, right? Um, on premium fuel, four hundred horse. So it is very, very beefy. Yeah. Um, and if you don't want to use premium fuel, because it's kind of expensive. Right. Um, 390 horsepower If still. you're paying $71,000, you better be using premium fuel. Yeah, because, you know, it's, you've arrived, right? <laughs> you've arrived. You yeah. might as well have maximum horsepower. You have arrived. And then the 7-speed, so the new Titan has a 9-speed now. That's right. Actually, so does the Frontier. Correct. That's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, the 2022 Frontier. This does not. They kind of kept the 7-speed. And then at first I was like, oh. Right. Yeah, me too. So, so, but then I just drove it home, and I wasn't towing. I, you know, I wasn't heavily loaded. I was in regular mode. By the way, automatic all-wheel drive, so it's always searching. You know, very clever system. Mm-hmm. When I was going coming up this down little hill towards a stoplight, I applied my brake gently, and the transmission downshifted nicely, mm. as if it was giving me great braking, which sometimes some of the older transmissions weren't so good at. Right. So I felt like they've tweaked a lot of it. Was it hunting for gears? Because that's something that the old transmission did way too often. No. Well, I, I was lightly loaded. Yeah, okay. So I wasn't heavy loaded. But you know how quiet it is? Yeah. How nice insulated it's it serene. is? serene. So it's, it actually felt really good. I, I don't have a problem with the Armada. I still think it's a really well-screwed-together vehicle. I think that a lot of people overlook it, and they shouldn't, when they're looking at much more expensive vehicles, including its brother, the, the Infinity. This yeah. this is just as good. The infotainment screen on this thing is massive. It's one of the biggest in the business. It's like over 12 inches. 
wide. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very different. Updated because, interior. Company. Yeah, it's completely yeah. updated interior. Um, I really think they did an excellent job. This was a little bit more than a regular refresh, right? This is a step above that. So great vehicle in general. Um, I, yeah, I still kind of wish they had the 9-speed in there because that is their high-tech new transmission, but I, I think it's a packaging issue, to be honest with you. Uh, they didn't straight out say that, but I think it might be. Um, and we're probably not going to get a next-generation Armada for a couple more years, I'd imagine. Unlikely. I would, Unlikely. I would, I would agree. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit. Oh, see what you did there? Uh, I want to talking s- transmission. I want to switch gears to Moab. Our oh, favorite, our favorite place in the world. <laughs> that was a hell of a trip we just did. Yeah. So uh, I w- at the top of the show, we mentioned Cheap Truck Challenge. So mm-hmm. if you've been following, of course, you know that we bought a 98 Chevy uh, K1500 truck. Cheyenne. Uh, Cheyenne. We bought a 2001 Dodge Ram 1500. Yeah. Sport 4x4. Yes. Off-road edition. Off-road edition. Uh, and also 2004 uh, Ford F-150. Stinky edition. Uh, stinky edition XL base XL four wheel drive four wheel drive yeah and cheap truck challenge we want to you know get them uh, we're partnered with realtruck.com mm-hmm. so thank you real truck for supporting us yeah on this great um, and we used realtruck.com accessories and parts because you can get anything including tires tires lifts accessories winches tunnel covers so we've updated these trucks yeah and uh, the point is, I don't. We don't want to give everything away, right? But but the point is, we want to go to Hell's Revenge in Moab, mm-hmm. which we just completed, and drive back, and drive back, and also do a challenge here back in Colorado. So the bottom line here is that um, we have, I believe, was it four episodes? Four total. Four total. We haven't episodes. published any of these major episodes. No, but the first one's coming really soon. Yeah, in about a week. Once again, right? Uh, the first episode drops, which is kind of us. Uh, talking about what we bought, doing a bit of drag race, drag racing, and and other stuff, on and top climbing of mountains. Right now, uh, re- uh, keep in mind these are not short little eight minute, ten minute vignettes. This is a over twenty minute video, I believe. Yes. And all of these are going to be fairly long videos, so you're going to have to you know fire up your coffee and uh, you know grab your bagel because you're going to be sitting there for a little while. Um, but the good news is they're highly entertaining, and the cool thing is, it, I, I really this is this really. This is my favorite thing to do because you guys have mentioned before, and I agree with you that you know we're driving trucks that are between fifty and ninety thousand dollars on average. Often new trucks, yeah. often brand new trucks, yeah. right? Doing various things, or we even buy really expensive ones, and we try to cover the whole gamut, right? There's a huge unserved group of people out there, and they buy used trucks because that's what they can afford. I'm right there with you, and being able to buy in cash. A truck that you don't have to make payments on, hence the name, no payment needed. As a matter of fact, if I cover one of the things on this shirt, I could almost make that uh, say a payment. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, pretty good, right? Um, so, you know, we bought these things for, between, you know, $5,000 was our limit, which I almost exceeded. And we were able to get these things between, I think that one's the cheapest, the 30, Chevrolet. 3200 3, yeah. The uh, Ford was 40, no, uh, 30, 37. 37. And the Ram was, Dodge Ram 5, was $5,000. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, about $1,500 to play with, with real truck. And that was the stuff, the accessories. And they all needed something in order to handle 
off-roading, right? Oh, yeah, the tires were bad. Most of the tires were yeah, shot. The Chevy and the Ford needed new tires, yeah. and they, they could use a lift. The cool thing about the, the Dodge was it came with the 4x4 package already, so it had a limited slip diff. It already had good tires. It had a good lift and some armor. So that's why I was cool with spe- having that extra money spent on it because I didn't need the lift and all that other stuff. Yeah. Right? So, I, you know, this is for you guys out there who are like, God, I can't afford a $50,000, $60,000 truck. I need to get a used one for cash for five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000. Well, guess what? We did that. And we accessorized them. And in some ways they were... Awesome in terms of mine because and I, I can had see a your pirate's flag yeah. actually. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, yeah, that worked out well. And then, you know, Andre used to race in stripe and a skull <laughs> because he's morbid and, and you have issues. Well, but that is, that is cool that I racing stripe getting, added horsepower. Well, I was getting into the Western theme. <laughs> yeah, you you know, I, got, I had my cowboy boots on. I yeah. had my belt buckle on. You are the most cowboy guy I know. No, seriously, <laughs> That's you scary, are. Actually. Yeah, you, you and Mister Truck. Seriously, two peas in a pod. Um, and uh, Roman, his theme was Roman. He, he was, he didn't. He was, a, he he was like a soldier. No, he wasn't a soldier. Well, he, he, he could kill No, no, he was Broman. Oh, he was a Broman. He, he well, was his truck of, is kind of a bro truck now. Kind of a bro truck because he's rolling on 20s. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. So, uh, so the first episode is going to cover the trucks. Now, a lot of you guys have already seen these trucks. Uh, we've done some smaller episodes about them, uh, both on, on tfltruck.com, tfloffroad.com, and on tflnow.com. And classics. And classics. Because Mr. Truck uh, saw them and reviewed them. So we, ha- we just haven't managed to put it on TFL bike yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, what if we put a motorcycle inside of one? You know, and, I think we talked then, about that. And then we can show it. <laughs> so, uh, so you've seen them around, but this is... The video you guys are going to see, uh, the first episode, is actually shortly after they were acquired and we brought them together. Yes. And then the second episode is us kind of building them up. Oh, yeah. And also taking it to our favorite mechanic, Toby. Toby's the uh, man. Who's, who's amazing. And, you know, he usually works on some German vehicles, but he's such a good mechanic, mechanic in general that he was able to help us and put these trucks on a lift and actually tell us exactly exactly what was wrong yeah he laughed more than once at some of the issues i, we had. I would say he was rolling on the floor <laughs> he's just like just, really you guys really you bought these pieces of you yeah know, you know well, what? But, but but you know with that being said we don't want to give too much away there's um there are some funny parts to it but there's also some of you guys are, are really dialed into the fact that some of these vehicles are known for having you know not a lot of power or perhaps their transmissions were not that strong or <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they had cooling issue you know all these all these things and um, you're going to see a lot of that addressed in this next episode, on the second episode. Yeah, totally. And then the third episode, we kind of previewed just a tiny, tiny bit on Off-Road Channel where we actually took them to Moab. First of all, we drove them there. Yeah, These we, are not trailer queens. No, no. We drove them from Boulder <laughs> yeah. to Moab. So that was about 400 miles, right? Yeah, through the mountains, in the snow. Well, <laughs> partially in the snow. My God. That uh, was... And of course, in the, uh, took him on Hell's Revenge, took him on another trail. Mm-hmm. And then on the way back, we're like, you know what? Let's make it home. It's going to be, you know, five and a half hours on the way back. Yeah. Uh, it turned out to be 20 hours, actually. Yeah. Um, I, uh, we, we, long story short, uh, we had a major snowstorm hit the mountains, and that's nothing new. We're used to it. And this know? is April. This is April, but yeah. it, we've had them in June. Yeah, totally. The thing is, is that, you know, going over the pass, um, you're at high elevation and snow tends to happen. Okay, that's cool. Uh, and sometimes accidents happen. All right, so that's what happened. There was a big accident on I-70, 
And several semi trucks jacked it, up. It was really bad, right? And it was in two different sections, and it was like all closed. And so Andre and I both wanted to get home. Roman's kind of like, yeah, you know, I'll hang back and get some dinner and relax, and we should have listened to him. Because Andre and I went this other path. Um, and yeah, we went around through uh, Breckenridge, if you know Colorado. Yeah, uh, and, and through South Park. South Park, Colorado. <laughs> yep. Fair Play, Colorado. Yeah. And we were almost home. It was like so clear. And we could he and I were it. doing victory dances. We had radios. And, you know, it, it's, a good, it's dark. And these things are old used trucks that have already been beaten up. So as we're going up and over the hill, all of a sudden, all traffic stops. Another jackknifed semi. Major accident. And they weren't so... Oh, and on top of this, this is Kenosha Pass, by the yeah. way. On, this is one area where there is no reception. <laughs> Just Both one, are, right when our phones drop out, all of a sudden traffic stops. Yeah, and there's people behind us. There's snow, oh, ice. Man. So, so we, we sat there for over, well over an hour without yeah. moving an inch. And, and finally... I started walking, uh, asking people questions. No, no, Actually, the truckers didn't know much. Because I was expecting yeah, the yeah, semi-truckers the CB, yeah, the, the with CB cities, radios. Yeah, exactly. I, um, they're like, no, we don't have any radios. So I'm yeah. like, really? What the hell? What? What, what, what happened to CBs? Yeah, they're like, oh, my cell phone doesn't work. I'm like, dude, you got to have a radio. Yeah, seriously. So anyway, and I, of course, we should have had a... CB or at least a satellite phone. Yeah, or it, something. It, yeah, especially with old used trucks, we should have we should have thought of this. Anyway, we turned around. I was running low on fuel. Remember? <laughs> yeah, you had a quarter of a tank yeah. when we were in traffic. Um, so thankfully, we found an open station um, just to get fuel and then get back. So yeah, it turned out to be an ordeal. Yeah, but these trucks just took a beating and kept on ticking. When we were on our way back, uh, coming back to the place where our origin, so to speak, um, we hit horrible ice and snow. It was terribly slippery. It was some of the worst that I'd seen in terms of low temperature. It was sticking to tires. It was bad. And these trucks did it. Um, they were solid. They were reliable. My heater worked. Your heater worked, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed. I, I felt comfortable. And this, this is after we beat the crap out of them, which you'll see. I mean, we really hammered them. They hit hard sometimes. Um, I don't want to get into too many details. Although, if you do watch our uh, behind-the-scenes video, which is on TFL Off-Road, right? Um, that's just a small taste of some of the hammering. Small taste of the hammering these trucks took. Yeah, totally. Um, and, of course, the final episode we're actually going to be doing soon. Um, yeah. And um, we're actually going to take it to our friend's property, David Morrow, in, um, Fort, up, up north in mm-hmm. Fort Collins, or above Fort Collins, I guess. And we're going to put it on the ranch. Yeah, but we, we don't want to give too much away about what we're doing. Yeah, right? and going to really beat them up. Yeah, we're going oh, yeah. again. We're going to once again. So it's to Helen back, and this is the back. Yeah, this we're, is the, the yak here. back. <laughs> yak range. It is a yak range. So, so there you have it. So that's really exciting. It's coming up um, in about a week. We're going to start, kick it, kick it off yep. with the, all the episodes. So I want to wrap up this episode uh, with, this, with this piece of news because I think it's fairly significant. Yeah, and it's fascinating. Go for it. Yeah. So Ford uh, dropped a piece of news on us this week, uh, basically saying uh, this summer, uh, starting in June, you could order this option on a brand new F-150 truck, which is a 2021 model still. Mm-hmm. Which calls uh, they call it onboard scales and smart hitch. Um, these are two items, which basically has your truck basically estimate and give you an idea about how much weight you're carrying. Which, dude, I, that's it, huge. how awesome is that? And he, what 
gets me is that you just bought a 2021 and you don't get this. Oh, I'm did so you have sorry. to? Did you have to bring in this? Well, up? I know you're a Gizmo freak. So yeah, will so, they do a, up, a software update though for you? No, and I specifically emailed. I, I, I contacted you, I Ford. Knew you would. I said, guys, I happen to be an owner of an F one hundred and fifty because I bought an XL, as you know, um, which is a hybrid. Yeah, and um, they said, I'm sorry because you need hardware, so it's not just a software update. Yeah. So so, and I'm thinking I was reading between the lines when I was reading this press release and doing my news video, right? Right. Um, they're basically using height sensors. Um, on the and see, I don't know exactly how many height sensors they have. Maybe one, two in the back, mm -hmm. maybe in the front too. Uh, they didn't tell me. Um, but basically, height sensors to estimate how much the truck is squatting in real time. Okay. And then using the comp obviously it's a piece of software in the screen or on your phone, your app actually, which is how awesome is that? Um, it will t show you if you're over payload, how much you know, also how much tongue weight you have on your hitch, which is really important for safety, right? Um, but you need the sensors, the height sensors. Mm -hmm. You need. For some reason, they want you to have special taillights that have uh, four blinking lights to tell you like gradations, like one light is 25% loaded, two lights is 50% loaded, like a little indicator. That's really cool. It's I'm cool, sorry. but, but then you, they, they want you to buy those taillights too. Isn't that part of the package? Yes. Okay. Um, so since my truck doesn't have those taillights, yeah. my truck does not have height sensors on it. Okay. They're like... Sorry, you can't really have this feature. No super you. Um, although my truck has over-the-air updates, right? Right. It's still pretty, pretty interesting and cool. Oh, I know, I know. And, um, and, and you, you, I know you feel defeated at the same time. So, you know, what we can do, I suppose, is uh, we can put some flashlights on the back of your truck, and I'll turn them on every time you load more and more stuff on there. So, like, we'll li line them like up and uh, I'll tape them on. We can do, like, Morse code. Like you can tap on the table and to let me know what's, what's going on. We could call that a hardware update, having a human <laughs> being actually tap on the table and tell you exactly what's happening with your load. But what the cool thing is here is that um, there's a lot of people out there who overload their trucks all the time. And Especially sometimes unknowingly. Unknow well, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, Often it happens when they're camping and they don't do it very often, so they put too much gear inside their bed, and then they tow something, and they're way over, and they don't even realize it. So this is a way that will help people who really don't quite understand you know, the math behind it. It's just a simple thing saying, okay, you're overloaded, you're underloaded. You know? Yeah, and I, I think it's great because um, I've been to the truck stop way too many times trying to weigh the truck and uh, make sure the weight is distrib distributed properly. So this will help with that. You've it, done it like a thousand times. It, well, yeah, I, I mean, I enjoy being at the truck stop, but still, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a hassle. You like going, hanging out in the, the parking lot and just uh, walking. Well, I don't hang out too much, mm -hmm. but it's still a hassle to go to the truck stop, find it, right. weigh it, you know, come back and do it over again. So this is cool. This is 650 bucks. So when you check that I option, would buy that. Absolutely. So when you and I was reading between the lines, you know who else has height sensors? Um, the new Raptor. So the new Ooh. Raptor has to have height sensors on the suspension. Um, because it has a live shocks. Oh, okay. And, live valve. Um, live valve, and some you know, oftentimes you know, it kind of measures the the attitude uh -huh. that the truck has, and also measures like sometimes if you do a small jump or something, the wheels droop down all the way. So the height sensor tells the shocks stiffen up right now, right, or or soften up, right. So 
why not reuse that technology and put it in a regular truck, which is you can get it in Excel, Excel-based truck and up, right? And actually use that for something else like payload. Now, here's another question. Is it available on the heavy-duty trucks? No, they never talked about Super Duties. Okay, this. so this is the, this so is the this F-150. Is, this is specifically F-150, but there's nothing really stopping them from doing it on a Super Duty, right. which hauls more often probably. That's, that's why I was heavier. wondering. So, I'm, you know what? Maybe they're just building up a beefier version of it or whatever to handle higher weights or whatever. So the bottom line here is that using your phone, right here, here's the phone, I can get, there's an app that goes with Fort, it. Fort Pass. Yeah, right. it's called Fort Pass. And... I go and throw a bunch of stuff in the back of my truck, and I can look and go, okay, um, I've already... I'm at 75% at or 75%. Yeah. Okay, now I know I can hook up a trailer if it weighs X amount, yes. and you know the tongue weights X amount, and then do that. I think that that's fantastic. I really do. It's, uh, that is some cool tech, and I'm willing to bet that it's going to be copied. I, th- I think so, because it's not very hard to do, because a lot of trucks have height sensors, you know, the air suspension on the ram? Uh-huh. Height sensors. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, yeah why not? Just, it's automatic, just, too, because it gets it. you back to certain levels. Yeah, well, I guess self-leveling is another thing. Right. Um, which F-150 does not currently offer. No, they don't have uh, an airbag suspension. Uh, correct. But, but, um, you know what else happens with self-leveling? Mm. You don't know how much weight you have. Because the truck is always level. Right, because right? it's always level. So you can't even like look at it you know, and then adjust and your... Eyeball the, it. Yeah, right? eyeball it and go, hmm, yeah, it's sagging pretty much. I think I'm overweight yeah. or whatever. So this feature could be helpful on any of those trucks, right? I think that's real, such a great idea. I, I mean, I'm not in love with all the ideas that Ford came up with with the new F-150. For instance, the gear lever that disappears. Um, I, I know some of you guys are like, oh, that's awesome. I'm a little iffy about that because what if it doesn't want to come back up? Then you cannot shift it into gear. Uh, I just have that an issue with the, the electronic. It's just unnecessary, right, in my mind. But in terms of this type of smart, logical, simple tech, this totally makes sense. It's a really good idea. Yeah, and, and also the piece that we did not discuss, um, mm. they also are going to offer continuously controlled dampers, which is fancy shocks on the F-150. But that's, I think, another story. I wanted to focus on this right, part. Right, right, right. Because it's kind of useful. And yes, you still have to enter a few pieces of information, like how much your trailer might weigh. So you need to know that. Mm-hmm. If you don't know that, I mean, the truck cannot do magic, right? It cannot weigh your trailer all of a sudden. You really should know the weight of your trailer. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there should uh, that shouldn't even be an even issue. Even if you ask your uh, RV dealer or you yeah, go weigh a- it. And um, most, if, if, it's a, if it's a travel trailer or whatever, then it should have a label on there, and then you can estimate how much weight you've thrown in there. At least you'll have a general idea. Yes. But if you're towing something and you don't know what the weight of that thing you is, need to know. you yeah. really, yeah, it's a yeah, bad idea. You should. And now you can distribute it properly and safely. So, yes. So that's very, very cool. So, dude, um, let's wrap up this episode. I think, um, yeah, a lot of cool things coming. You know what's coming in May? What's uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a f- several brand new trucks, both half tons and heavy duties. And you know Ooh. how we get often questions: which truck should I buy, a half ton or a heavy duty? We get that a lot. We're gonna actually do put them through a battery of tests and find out. And on top of all that, we're also doing Ike Gauntlets. That's yes. coming back. Yes. So Gold we hitch. are. Huh? Gold, gold Hitch. The Gold Hitch Award. Yeah. So we're doing the Ikes. We're doing the Gold Hitch. That is coming. I know a lot of you guys were asking when it's going to start happening again. We've been waiting for the weather, and we've been waiting for uh, truck bankers to actually give us trucks. Chip shortage and everything else with COVID yeah. has short has slowed everything down. 
Um, you know what else is happening to me? What? I'm going on vacation. What? I'm so happy. This is like my first vacation in two years. I know. You haven't had a vacation in a long time. New Orleans, baby. I am so happy. New no, no Orleans? New no Orleans. And, and you and I are going to talk after this broadcast because I have questions for you. Yeah, I actually went there like three years ago with my wife. And yeah. It was, it was really cool. Far out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. All right. Um, well, thank you guys as always for joining us. Um, stay tuned for more episodes of TFL Talking Trucks because um, soon we're also going to have... Um, we're going to talk about the Hummer EV. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about something um, that's kind of controversial, which is p- possible fuel shortage in yeah. the summer. There's some news about that. Yeah, so you got chip shortage, you got fuel shortage, you have <laughs> rubber shortage, you have uh, backup, you have COVID. But you know what shortage you don't have? Hmm. TFL. Damn right. We're going to do tons of videos, guys, whether you like it or not. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. We'll see you later. Thanks. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.